At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome to Get a Grip with Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Golf fans, welcome to Get a Grip. It is Master Sunday. It was Master's Week. It was awesomeness all around. Uh, it was Tiger return and obviously Scotty Scheffler winning. Uh, and it was uh, it was just an epic week. And I have uh, a friend of mine and now someone that's going to contribute on the podcast kind of regularly going forward, which I'm very excited about, Claire Rogers. If you don't know Claire, she works for Golf.com. She's a writer. She's a general awesome person. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting her at The Players, followed her on Twitter for a long time. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at at Rogers without a D, R-O-G-E-R-S. Claire, how are you doing? I'm great, thanks. I'm glad you said without a D, because some people think I'm cousins with Aaron Rodgers, which I'm not. So. Yeah, don't want to no throw any, don't want to throw any confusion at him. Um, Claire, we need to start obviously with Scotty Scheffler, and I feel yes. like at least on my end, coming into the Masters, there was a lot of talk about Scotty Scheffler, World Number One, and it was just kind of it ended there, right? It was the period after World Number One. Rarely do we have someone show up atop the golf world playing the best golf in the world and they show up and do something like this. And I feel like the deeper into the week we went, just the more impressed I was with him. Every round that was tougher, he'd shoot under par. Every time he needed to make an eight footer, he'd make the eight footer. I would say as I kind of look at the masters over the last few years, I think of Hideki on Saturday and you remember what he did after the weather delay, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously Mm -hmm. I think about what Tiger did on Sunday and that morning threesome. I, I, I don't know if I remember just kind of an overall performance that was this impressive considering all of the – and I don't want to say hype because it was so much hype around everybody else, but just kind of how he played right. coming in. I mean, living up to maybe what he'd done previous few weeks. Yeah, I mean, I kind of went into it, and I was like, he's number one. He's won all these, you know, his previous starts. Can he do it again this week? It was one of those things where it's like the answer is either going to be like, hell yes or definitely not. I didn't think there was any in between of like maybe he gets it done. Um, and I think he was also – calmer than I was watching him all week 
because I was like, you know what? Here, yeah, I was like, you know what? This chip is not going to happen. He's had too many. And then all day, I mean, all week, really, especially, you know, coming down today on Sunday, it just got better and better. And he, like, just had his A game the entire time. And I keep thinking of that uh, video of Tiger from, what, 97 saying he's never won a tournament with his A game the whole time. I feel like Gotti brought his A game all week. The putt on 11, you know, I mean, it, it just, it had, you had that opportunity, you know, there was opportunity out there mm-hmm. for other people. Now there weren't a lot of people that were within shouting distance of him, but there were opportunity for right. players. Obviously Cam Smith makes the birdie at 11 and Scotty makes that par putt right on top of him. And he just kind of never let it get away from him. I love what he said in the Butler cabin to Jim after he said, I was in control of the tournament all day, even with Rory McIlroy and everybody kind of making noise behind him, him being in kind of right. in total control. But I, again, I go back to Tiger all the time, and we're going to talk about Tiger, I'm sure, at length at some point. But I go back to Tiger always going to these tournaments and being the tournament favorite and winning. And not just winning, but winning by a lot. That is such a hard thing to do. It's so hard to have the target on your back and to actually pull off the victory. The shot on 14, the shot on 15, this was a guy that just was relentless. And, I mean, going for it on 15 to me was world number one stuff because it would have been easily to lay it up. The fact that he hit four iron around the trees – it was one of those moments that says a lot more about who he is than even how he played this week because he believed and knew, I have a good number, I can pull this shot off, I'm not worried about it. I don't feel like the run ends here. You know, I just feel like this has been rolling into the Masters. He seems even cool and calm after the victory. I, I don't know. I mean, are, are we? is this going to be Scotty Scheffler talk the rest of the year? I think so. And, like, I keep going back to all these times he's won, like, he doesn't know these courses that well. Right. He He's only 25 years old. It's not like he's one of these guys who's like, all right, what, Rory said this is his 14th year playing the Masters. Like, he's kind of like, and he's new on the scene, and it's kind of crazy that he's able to just kind of figure it out in the practice rounds and then execute. So I'm excited to see for the rest of the year how he, how he plays courses that we all know a little better and that he's, you know, played before. But Masters is just the pressure is unreal, and – I don't know the the course. I can't, I just can't get over how well he played. That it was he looked like you know he's been there since Freddie Couples was twenty years old. It was timeless almost. The, and and in the way I always try to think about winning different tournaments. So you've got yeah. winning the way. And I wrote this on Twitter, but winning the waste management, which is the biggest party in the world, and it's an environment that a lot of people aren't comfortable in. I mean, we've seen veteran right. players not dive into you know the new age mentality of of the fans there, if you will. And then he wins at Bay Hill, which is brutally tough, and it played tough all week. Even kind of the way he won, you know, picking his spot on 18, hitting it to 60 feet, the two-putt, kind Mm -hmm. of understanding that he had the game and the touch in the field to get that down in two. And then you go to the match play, and that's a totally different type of golf to play, (laughs) right? I mean, now you've got to switch into match play mode, and you run through a whole bunch of big names, including beating Kevin Kisner in the final, and then you go to the Masters – and I always say the Masters is the easiest and the hardest tournament for these guys to win in the world. It's the easiest because there's really only 30, 40 guys you really have to beat, you know, when you kind of narrow it down. But it's mm-hmm. the hardest because you know what comes with it. And I think it's even tougher when you're young. Exactly. Because when you're young and you win the Masters, that's it. I mean, you're here forever now. Yeah. Well, did you see he says, like, almost it takes pressure off of him knowing that he doesn't he doesn't feel like it's his life goal to win the Masters. Right. I, I forget where I saw that. Oh, he was on a foreplay, and he said, you know, it takes pressure off because I know if I get there, I'm still not going to be satisfied. So who knows what he's thinking tonight? He won that. What's, yeah, what's next? But the fact that you kind of mentioned he won 
at the biggest party in Phoenix and now at the most buttoned up event. Like, he can win everything in between that. I mean, we, we've watched him win stuff when he was a junior, and this kind of goes back to that whole mentality of learning to win. And we've obviously seen young players that came up and won everywhere, and then they typically have mm-hmm. success as a professional golfer. And then we've seen the players that kind of, you know, they, they kind of step out of their comfort zone at times, and maybe they sometimes step out of their comfort zones a little too early. And that whole learning mm-hmm. to win thing is extremely important. It really is. I mean, as silly as it sounds, yeah. You need to learn how to win stuff. And he was winning yeah. every single day. Even going back to Saturday, Claire, that the last hole, you know, he pulls the tee shot. He's in a bit of trouble. Yeah. And you're kind of sitting there going, just don't make double, right? Just don't make double. And it wasn't that he didn't make right. double. It was that it was a stress-free bogey after he hit that, whatever, three iron or four iron up the chute. It, yeah. It all felt like he never let it seem as complicated as we did. And I love what you said. You know, you were more nervous watching – that it felt like he was playing. I felt the same way as I'm watching this, even on the shot on Saturday. It's like, he just kind of was like smiling his way around it, you know? Yeah. It reminded me. I was like, he's a combination right there. When he's talking to the uh, rules official saying calm, it was like this perfect combination of Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson. I thought, Where I'm like, he's getting all the information he needs. He's asking every question. He's not going to make a mistake here. And he's really calm. He doesn't seem upset at all by the fact that he ended up in a not ideal area. And he's just going to take a deep breath and play from there. I was, I said this a couple times, uh, even today during our, our feature group coverage on Sunday, but what he did on, on the, on the 18th hole on Saturday, it reminded me so much of what Jordan Spieth did when he went on to win. If you remember Jordan Spieth made double mm-hmm. on 17 and he hits it over the green in that brutal spot. And he hit that super slick little flip shot up there to five feet and made it for par. I even remember him saying after the round, he said that a year before I wouldn't have been as comfortable hitting that golf shot, but he saved par there on 18. And that leads you into Sunday and even saving that bogey. I mean, if I was going to narrow down the 72 holes and rank them kind of one through 72 on the most important, I would say 18 on Saturday was the most important hole for Scotty Scheffler. And I'd probably oh, put yeah. number two as the chip in on three. It's like, he had so many of those yeah. wow me moments, but also just those moments where you're starting to swerve off the road and you get right back into it. And and, and that's such Yeah, a, he never let the wheels fall off. Yeah, it's 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 such a it's it's such a nod to his confidence right now. Because a player that's mm-hmm. just a little loose or not feeling hundred percent confident in what they're trying to accomplish and trying to do might make double there or might hit that chip oh, yeah. shot five Easily. feet by and try to save par on three. And just he just was he was in the moment on every hole in every situation. He was just kind of right there. Definitely. All right. Incredible. I'm like still excited over the whole thing. It was great. So we have, I have some, uh, I have some kind of um, some things I want to hit on with you. Uh, Just a a few little, little things from the week. And I figured we could kind of kind of ping pong these back and forth. And the first thing, and it's a big one, this is like the biggest one we're going to (laughs) do. And I think we probably, I'm going to guess we have the same one, Claire, but we'll see. What's the moment from the 2022 Masters that you think you'll remember in five years? If you had asked me this 24 hours ago, it would have been Scotty uh, on 18 yesterday. But I, I have a feeling that I'm going to remember the chip-in from, um, on 18 from Morikawa and Rory. Even though neither of them won, I feel like that – it was a huge day for Rory. And it was just, I don't know. That was like, this is golf summed up. This is why I want my friends to watch. I like text them all. I was like, 
this is right here, the best part of golf explains like, if you don't even have to know golf to know that that's an awesome, awesome moment. And it just got me so excited. I was like, this is what Masters League is all about. I've been waiting for this like feel good moment where players are kind of cheering for each other. The patrons are involved. So I think I'm going to remember that even though neither of them, you know, came away with the win today. What about you? So I think in five years, I'll remember Tiger. I think I'll remember the Tiger return from the week. I think that Mm -hmm. just – him toughing it through. Now, I also followed Tiger in our coverage every single day, and he was a big part of yeah. my week, you know, just professionally. And so I just feel like him reminding us who he was and who he is is way more than a golfer. I mean, he's the toughest athlete yeah. that we have of this generation, I, and, I, and I've said that a lot, and I'll continue to say that. Mentally, I'm not sure there's somebody that could tough it out. Watching his face throughout the week, and you could just mm-hmm. see how much it was hurting him as he was walking, yeah. and for him to complete it, make the cut – that Thursday, 71, was just so impressive. You know, I mean, you don't play tournament golf for a year and a half, and you come back out and do that is just right. – it's, it's only Tiger. He's the only guy that could have been able to do that. So I think in five years I'm going to remember Tiger. Now, I'll say this. I wrote down yeah. honorable mention, Rory and Morikawa on 18. <laughs> and I think going forward, I think you're right. I think the Rory Sunday – is going to be more important for golf going forward than we probably are going to give it credit for. And I say it because of this. Rory McIlroy has never left Augusta National with a positive thought. Now, he's played solid right. golf at the Masters. He's had top tens at the Masters. Yeah. But he's never had that moment, you know, and he, and he hasn't won, obviously, and a lot of positives come from winning. But he's never had that day where he grabbed Augusta National and he made it his. And he did that on right. Sunday. And you saw him talking to Amanda after, and you could see it on his face. This is it. This is my good mood. This is what I needed from this place. Yeah. And I think over the next couple of years, him coming back to Augusta, it's not, oh, Rory can't win here. It's, oh, remember what Rory right. did last year. Exactly. And the fact that it happened on Sunday, and he even said it's the happiest he's ever been on a golf course. Crazy. Period. Which is, yeah, huge. And I would also say my honorary mention would also be Tiger's Saturday um, post-round interview with Amanda Renner, where he was smiling after shooting 78 which I was like you know what his perspective we've been saying this right but like totally different than it was 18 months ago so yeah I was uh he he had a good he had a good day and the score didn't kind of take away from that sorry what were you saying I was sharing I'm sharing a house with with Scott Verplank and we were watching 18 and we were kind of going back and forth if he was going to do a post-run interview. I was like, is Tiger going to talk yeah. to Amanda? Like, is he going to do this? Because, again, we've seen him do it more often now than he did in the past. But he also ends with a right. double and kind of had that stumble coming through. And I'm with you. For him to go in there and chat and talk about the putting and be so honest about it, it's just another reminder that this guy feels different than he used to feel. He feels more human than he used to feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But the Rory thing, my goodness, it was – if only, you know, I mean, I know we talk a lot about Rory's first rounds in these major championships, but if only mm-hmm. it just would have been a little better, you know, like just on the day that was gettable, if it had been 71 and that push oh, would yeah. have been within two, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and what I love though, is he's not walking away with that. He's walking away with just that it was a great round. And I'm, I think if I'm Rory, I can't wait to get back to Augusta next year. Which is the first time he said that, right? I mean, that's the first time he's ever thought that in his mind, his entire life, right? I mean, outside of maybe the first time he went around it? Right. Oh, for sure. So this one's interesting. I'm interested where you're going to go here. The outfit that you'll remember in five years, Claire. What's the outfit? Because a lot – 
a lot of the time we have a couple of these that really stand out. Right. So, okay, I thought about this for a while because why wouldn't I think about this for a while? And, again, I'm torn, so I'm just going to run by two outfits by you. Okay. First is uh, Finau yesterday right. with the colorful. And you got a lot of hate, but I, we just did a cover shoot with him. And he's going to take – he's always going to take fashion risks. So I respect it. Um, but Tiger showing up in the hot pink shirt on Thursday was like, all right, he's here. And it was bright, and he was ready to go. He could have just gone with, like, you know, the white, the navy. The pink was a statement on Thursday. That's mine. You you, you took mine. It was the – it, it was <laughs> – oh, I mean, it just – you know, walking out on Thursday with that look, I was like – I was oh, beside yeah. myself. Uh, I also have an honorable mention. I, I figured you. I figured one of us would go Finau. The yeah. Rory, Rory wearing the pink. Now Rory wore the pink yeah. on Sunday when he played with Reed, and then he wore the pink mm-hmm. again. I need Rory to retire the pink at Augusta. Like this, just let's stop doing that. Yeah. It, it, it's not working for yeah. you. It, it, we we don't need any more pink from Rory. Let's go neutrals. Let's go blue. Let's go green. Let's go what you typically go with. But the pink is not your color at this golf course. Exactly. And how about Rom did not wear red today? Uh, interesting. Play, playing alongside him, right? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming somebody gave him a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's like the one piece of advice he got from uh, Tiger this <laughs> week. Don't wear red on Sunday. I don't know. But that was I was surprised by that for sure. But you, the hot pink shirt, I will remember. <laughs> do you think do you think Patrick Reed, if he'd have been in the Rom shoes, would have still gone red on Sunday? Um. I do, because haven't they played together on Sunday and he's done it before? But he wore all black today. Patrick Reed went all black today. See, I mean, these are all, everybody. Yeah, everybody's throwing the curve. Maybe it was like the reverse yeah. nod to Tiger, right? I mean, they they've worn red to support him, and now it was this is your color, this is your golf course, this is your tournament. We're not going to touch it. Yeah, which I respect that they were like, you know what, this is for you today. It's it was a good call, I think. So best day. I'll start with this. So best day of the week. Please do. And I'm going to go Thursday. I'm going to go Thursday because, okay. again, I, I go back to what I'm going to remember in five years. I'm going to remember what we see, what we saw from Tiger Woods. I'm going to remember Tiger returning. I'm going to yep. remember the round of golf Tiger shot. I mean, again, I was so impressed that he was able to kind of gut out a 71. He did not hit his driver great. I mean, he hits that drop kick on 14. He hits that complete smother hook on 18. He hit some really ugly golf shots. And to be able to figure out a way to shoot 71 when some of the other great players in the field, I mean, top 10 players, top 20 players, and the world couldn't touch that number. I think I'll remember yeah. Sunday more. Or sorry, Thursday more than Sunday. Uh, I feel like Sunday I'll probably mm-hmm. get a little hat tip, and then I think Monday is at least worth a mention because the Monday practice run yeah. was bananas. Yes, it was. That was. I know. I was like checking Getty images all day. What do we have for these guys? <laughs> it's, it's. It's just yeah. It's exciting. It's the. I don't know. I kind of feel the same way. Like. We had seven days and they were, or six days rather, and they were just, every single one like was great. So hard to pick for sure. I am kind of torn between two, surprise, surprise. Um, In five years, I'll look back on Sunday. I was kind of thinking like, it's going to be a little boring. Right. Not boring, but I wasn't expecting much action and I got 10, we got 10 times more than we were expecting. Uh, Shout out to the Horschel Hatton group for keeping me occupied while we were waiting for those final groups to go (laughs) off. Because even that was exciting. I was like, it was a blast to watch. But also Wednesday. Like, I love the par three. And to me, the par three is like the first day of school. You get to see everyone. They're out and about. Everyone's got like, everyone looks great. And then 
it's go time. Like it's, it's the fun. You're getting your jitters out. I feel like everyone's been kind of serious getting dialed in. And then you see, you know, Frankie Fleetwood running up and around and you're reminded that like, this is kind of what it's all about. Like they're here with their families, the rain kind of cut it short, but that I would say is like what really gets me excited for the week is seeing um, like the little kids and, I don't know, people having fun on Wednesday on the part three. Our boy Max Homa just got robbed, by the way, for the hole-in-one. That thing rattled the middle of the flagstick oh and didn't go in. I don't know how I it know. doesn't drop. I know. I was like, but then what did he do with the positive vibes for the rest of the week? So maybe it was – I mean, I want him to get the ace, and he will get the ace there, I'm confident. But I was like, oh, you did get robbed. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So, most surprisingly surprising, and I will start with... Most surprising. So my most yeah. surprising, and I have two. My first is yeah. opening round 76 from JT. I mm-hmm. picked JT a few weeks ago on Golf Today. I was very confident okay. that this was kind of going to be the JT week. We'll see Justin Thomas show up. I just feel like he was trending in the direction of playing well. He goes out there and shoots 76. And I, you know, I mean, that's the yeah. day where, where there was scores out there. It, there was an option to go low. Obviously, Cameron Smith makes two doubles and still shoots 68. Like, the scores were out there. So, I would say that yeah. one was very surprising. And then, of course, we haven't talked about Cam Smith. The shot from Cam Smith on 12, I would say, was one of the most surprising swings of the week. Yeah. Yeah, we really haven't talked about him. He was 
he surprised me in the best ways, and then he hurt me a little bit at the end, and I was also surprised by some of those shots. But um, Cam Smith is just like – I was so confident because of the his player's performance. You know he has it in him. Um, and he still hit the – he hit good shots towards the end of the day, but a couple ones in there I was just like, darn. But I think my biggest surprise was Jordan missing the cut. And the way he did it. Uh yeah, I just, like, Jordan is one of those people where I'm like, I don't need to worry about him at Augusta. Right. He knows this place. Like, it doesn't – he could shoot 100 the week before, and I would not be worried about him at Augusta National. Um, whenever my friends who are not that into golf are like, I'm entering a pool, like, who do I pick? And I'm always like, Jordan, don't think twice about it. And I'm like, wow, I scared you guys wrong this week because I, that was just a big surprise for me. I, You don't expect that from him ever. Um I was I was expecting that he had a better chance to win than he did to miss the cut. It, it's it's just really uncomfortable to watch right now, Claire. The 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 move, the yeah. practice swing, like he just looks so uncomfortable. And I know it's it's kind of low hanging fruit to talk about the pre shot routine, but for someone right. to be going through that and to be you can see them thinking through it every single yeah. swing. Yeah. It just feels to me like it's so not close. That I wasn't, I yeah. didn't think personally, I didn't think coming in that Jordan Spieth was going to be much of a factor at all. And I'm with you. I understand that Augusta National, when he drives down the road, he's kind of one of those old school Augusta players like Couples and Crenshaw yeah. and Jack and Tiger and Phil, where they show up and they just play well no matter how they're playing. But something has felt different to me this year. And and even yeah, just the way he did that. it, right? The, the, the double at the last, he's on the cut line, he makes this horrible six. And, you yeah. know, you, you, you just... That like two years ago, three years ago, even when he wasn't playing his best golf, maybe he hits it up there and makes three, you know, and all of a sudden he's at plus three and not plus four. And for him to make a six, right. I'm a little nervous for the rest of the year because you said it. This is the place where Jordan can find it when he doesn't have it. And I'm a little concerned yeah. about him going forward because if he can't find it here, where's he going to find it? Exactly. And I'm thinking just what you said about the practice things, like I'm an maybe below average golfer, I would say. And if I'm thinking, I'm thinking about things in my swing, and that's when I hit it. Like, I think you do not have to be a go- good golfer to know that if you're thinking too much, it's not going to go well. Right. Um, and it just, like, looks like he's thinking so much, you know. So, well, I'm anxious to see how the rest of his year goes. So, least surprising for me is Scotty Scheffler. I mean, the winner. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm just yeah. not surprised. I was on the Fried Egg podcast with Andy earlier in the week. And I said, you'd have to be an Uh idiot not to kind of think this guy has a chance to compete the way he's played and just the way he's continued to roll into it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not surprised that Scotty Scheffler was in the hunt on the weekend. And I'm obviously not surprised they went on to win. And I think what you said going into Sunday, being a little nervous about it, being a snoozer, I think that plays into Scotty Scheffler's hands and that plays into us giving him a whole bunch of credit because we knew he could handle it. Even if he's never really been there before. We knew he could handle it. When you look at his major resume, Claire, over the last, what, it was like six straight top 20s, three straight top eights in majors. Yeah. He said before the week, I, I feel like major championship golf is made for me more than even PJ Tour golf is, and he obviously just won mm-hmm. three events there. I just feel like him winning as maybe surprising as it was that he hasn't been there and that he's so young to win the Masters, it was not surprising to me that he kept playing well. Agreed. That was a fully surprising thing for me, too. I think if you have been paying any attention to golf in the last six, seven weeks, you saw this happening today. 
So something you'll miss from this week. This, I mean, and I'd say you and I could probably both go masters, but something you'll miss from this <laughs> week. What are you going to miss from the 2022 masters? You know, I don't know when we're going to see. Well, that's a lie. Tiger said he's playing at St. Andrews. But I'm going to miss just kind of having him around. when You know, when we get back to just the regular PGA Tour season, it's fun to see him on the range. It's fun to see everyone swarming around him. There's just this energy. I mean, everyone knows. There's energy that he creates that no one else can bring. And I'm going to miss that for the next couple months before we get to St. Andrews. Maybe he'll be at the other events, but we'll, or the other majors, but we'll see. What about you? Yeah, I wanted to ask you that. Before I get to mine, do you, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, do you think you'll see him? Do you think he'll play the PGA? What is it? What are we, five weeks away? Yeah. I don't know because, he, you know, he has so much history at the Masters. He has so much history at the Open. I don't know if his heart is in that event as much as the others. I would say very likely he'll play in the U.S. Open. Less likely he'll play in the PGA. I hope to see him there. I'm not positive that we will. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think we'll see him at either the PGA or the U.S. Open. I just I, I keep going back okay. to this analogy that I've used is the you know Roger Federer late in his career started to skip clay mm-hmm. season because he didn't feel like he could play clay and win. And for Roger Federer, what mm-hmm. was finishing, what was making the quarters, what was making the semis, like that's not doing anything for his legacy. And all that's doing is putting more strain yep. on his body. I just keep thinking yeah. about Southern Hills. A, it's a tough walk. And B, you're talking about, and I don't want to say real major golf, but PGA and U.S. Open major golf is different than Augusta and different than the Open. Heavy, yeah. rough, tight yeah. fairways, really, really long golf courses. How does that play into what we saw from Tiger? Even as good as he hit the driver over the last three days, I just don't feel like he could realistically go there and answer, do you think I can win? Yes, I do. And if he doesn't think he's going to win, he's going to be out there grimacing for four days. I just don't see how that benefits him in the long term. So I would be surprised mm-hmm. if he played in the next two major championships you know, before the Open. I feel like we will not see him at the PGA and the U.S. Open. All right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the PGA course at all. So I have to take your word for it because I, yeah, I haven't been there. So I could, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we won't see him. I, I want to see him, but if, if the next time we see him is St. Andrews, that's good enough, you know? And that's where I thought we'd see him return, Claire. Like I thought that he would not play this yeah. quickly. Oh, I, yeah. I was, I was circling the open is like where we would see this tiger return. And it's funny that I wrote down mm-hmm. the, the thing I'd miss from the week. I said, I'll miss the tiger feelings. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it takes a little bit away from everybody else in golf. And, I mean, not like they care. They love when Tiger's around because it's so big for golf. Right. But that feeling of him being back and that feeling of him competing and just getting an opportunity to watch this guy do it again after all he's been through the last yeah. 13 months, everything around the tournament feels so much bigger. I mean, you know, we had him on Thursday in featured groups. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that when, when I found out that we were getting Tiger's group, you know, the planning and the writing and the preparation and everything on our end even felt slightly enhanced, you know, because you understood how big of a deal it was. We get that with a lot of great young players and it's nothing to take away from young players, but Tiger's Tiger, man. Tiger's a completely different beast. Exactly. And him making this return, him being at the open will be enormous. It'll be so cool. Having all those memories of what he did Mm -hmm. in 2000 and 2005, him at Augusta is the masters and it's just, I don't know. I it'll, I just feel like this will be a year we remember a lot for a guy that was not really in contention after the first day. Yeah. And like you said, the next few weeks of tour golf, 
it, we will just, I think we'll miss this guy, you know, because it's just never going to feel yeah. like it's going to feel like we had these four days. Exactly. So what is something you'll not miss? What is something you will not miss about the 2022 Masters? Four putts. I hate watching four putts. <laughs> i rather four putt than watch a four putt, I've decided. I, the Tiger one was hurt. It hurt. Oh. The Scotty one. And you know what? He won, so it's fine. But I, I hated watching it. I was like, just, and I knew he could get it done. But for a second, I was kind of like, oh, my God, because if that were me, I'd eight putt that and it would be out of my hands. <laughs> and I was like, I hope Rory didn't go too far. This is, I, I didn't like that one bit. And I'm so glad that he took a moment and Ted Scott and him kind of gathered themselves. And, you know, the, the patrons kind of, they were cheering him on and he was able to take a deep breath. And, but it was just, I, I like couldn't it was like a car crash I couldn't look I couldn't look away and I just needed it to be over so quickly um not to take away from like two seconds after that was done I was like that was the best he killed it but that for me was uncomfortable what about you by the way did you see Kevin Na's five putt on 16 on Saturday I mean Kevin Na oh yeah oh no I didn't see it I didn't see it or I saw the like um on the shot tracer where right. they show that, but I didn't see it in real time, which I think is a blessing because I, I cannot handle seeing things. I'd rather someone hack it around in the fairway than buy four or five putt. Uh, if people like Carnage, uh, just a reminder, you can go on the Masters app and watch yes. the Kevin Na 5 putt. And uh, putt number two, if, I, if I'm going to tell you a shot to watch, it would be three on. Uh, that would be the way to go. Right. But uh, Ke- Kevin Na... I'll fast forward and that'll be the only one. The, 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 fi- the five putt was interesting. Uh, personally... I will not miss the fact that there were no Georgia peach ice cream sandwiches at the Masters oh, this yeah. year. Very brutal. One of my favorite items each and every year outside of the pimento cheese. I'm definitely team pimento cheese, but I hope we never have to go through that again because those things are go to. I want to add five pounds when I'm at Augusta, and I was unable to yeah, do that because we missed the ice cream sandwiches. What was your next go to for the week? Like, I know nothing can kind of take its place, but what were you? What did you kind of settle for as your number two? Claire, this is uh, relatively embarrassing to admit, but I pretty oh, much just ate pimento cheese for the entire week. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not an egg salad person. Never have been. Never got into it. No, I've tried no, it multiple no. times. Um, and uh, and they have the pimento cheese kind of in our our area where we do the the broadcast stuff. And so anytime you want a snack, you kind of go over to the fridge, and they're there, and they have just pimento and egg salad. So I'm obviously going to go with the one I like, but. Uh-huh. I've I've never had pimento cheese not at Augusta. Like I have no idea if it tastes like other right. people's pimento, completely different than pimento. But here yeah. I'm super into it, and I also never eat white bread outside of Masters Week, and I've probably had like 13 sandwiches. So it was, I'd say I was I was committed, Claire. I was very committed to what I wanted, and Good. I was proud of that. But it would have been nice to kind of step out of my comfort zone and grab at least two or three of the ice cream sandwiches, and they weren't there, and that really made me sad. Yeah. I'll tell you a quick master's food story of mine. So I went down, never for work, in 2017. I was a junior in college. My dad and I went down for Monday. If you remember, it got rained out at like 1130 in the morning. So I was there for about three hours. But um, I got carrots. I don't know why. I was like, all right, this will be a good snack as I'm walking the course. And then, you know, like, you kind of – I'm not like this anymore, but I totally had this, like, attachment to, like, oh, my God, it's Augusta. I can never get rid of anything. So I I didn't finish the carrots. I fly back to college. I stick them in a drawer. I don't know why. I sat home at, like, 3 in the morning. So that's April. Six weeks later, I'm moving out of my college dorm. <laughs> 
and I'm, I'm pulling out his drawer and I'm like, oh my God, I still have these carrots. They're the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Obviously I call my roommates in and they like, they kind of started to like golf because I was obsessed with it. But these like moldy carrots, just horrific, like probably, ex- you know, expired probably a week after the Masters. Right. So that was and I was, I was like, send a photo to my parents. They're like, get rid of that. How is there not like mold taking over your college dorm room? But that is my like one keeping food too long memory. It's Augusta carrots. It's really weird what we do with master stuff because we've all done <laughs> oh it. Yeah. We've all done the napkins and anything that has the logo on it. And it's all so cool. I mean, I'm bringing home a master's cookie for my three year old son. Mm-hmm. I mean, we get. We just get obsessed. And when you what, – what I find so fascinating is, you know, you'll go to U.S. Opens, you go to PGAs, you go to Open Championships, you'll see the logo, you'll see the course logo, you'll yeah. see people in the course logo. But when you go to this place, it's workers, it's, you know, it's, it's people there hanging out, it's patrons, it's, you know, people involved with the Masters. Everybody's covered, covered in it. And then everybody, of course yeah. – and people – I, I, I will never understand this, Claire. The pulling the cups out of the trash is just really weird oh, to me. No. That was I'm happening. Like, guys, we're still in a pandemic. So. Still in it. We're still in it, guys. We're still – listen, I mean, the masks are gone and all, but, like, let's not pick up cups from other human beings that they discarded in the trash. Right. In the trash. And then when you're outside of golf, like, if you see a Masters logo in the wild, do you kind of feel connected to oh, that person? Absolutely. Or no? I'd say Masters and Bandon are the two ones where when you walk by, you kind of give the little nod. You know, you're like, oh, yeah, I oh, got yeah. you. I feel you For on that. Sure. Um, I, have, yeah. I, have a, I have a weird college food story. It has nothing to do with golf. Can I tell it to you? Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so uh, I was in college um, a long time ago, not obviously in 2017 <laughs> like you. And uh, my buddy Rusty, who's uh, one of my best buddies who's getting married later this year, Rusty came. He, he, was, he was in College Station. And he flew out to visit, mm-hmm. and he would make this Italian chicken is what he made. And it was basically, again, we were college kids. It was basically like chicken, and you just dump a whole bunch of Italian dressing on it and throw it in the oven for, I don't Ooh. know, like 30 minutes. So he makes like yeah. six chickens. We have four people there. Well, we pull out the first, I don't know, the first two chickens or whatever, and we eat them. And we never cooked at this house. It was one of those college houses that the fridge had like ranch and ketchup. And that was kind of maybe like beer and that was kind of it. And we were moving out of the house later that year. And we were checking to make sure we'd clean it all out. And we opened the um, the oven and the chickens were still in there from about six months ago. (laughs) So that was not our best. uh, That was not 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 our best collegiate moment. Yes, that was uh, that was maybe slightly more disgusting than the carrots, but and had nothing to do with masters, which (laughs) makes it a lot worse. I have one more thing I'm not going to miss. I will not miss – I'm not going to miss the weather. So oh, all, no. all we do as golf people is we want it to be nasty, and I, I am one of these people that want the weather to be tough for these players. But Friday and Saturday was so tough that I think we lost a little bit of the typical Friday-Saturday Masters drama we get. What do you think? Yes, and this is me being like, oh, my God, I would totally care about my outfit if I were down there. Um, I <laughs> – feel for the women and men who meticulously planned out their master's Saturday outfit right. for moving day and had to wear like their winter coat over it. You were just bundled. Like, it was layers I, after layers. Yeah. You want to be able to bring it when you will go to the master's. And this was like, all right, I'm going to put every layer I can find. I've got my grandfather's old hoodie that I'm going to put on. Like, it's just, yeah, it was a bummer. And 
I think, yeah, players, I mean, you have the vest on and off, on and off with Scotty, and Tiger was probably tight. It, it definitely impacted, especially because you are not expecting that weather. You're, I mean, when we were at the players, we had a couple of cold days, kind of the same thing. Like, you're not expecting it there. You expect it, you know, at St. Andrews, you know you're, what you're going to get and to not expect anything with the weather. But you should usually be able to count on the weather in Florida and Georgia, so – or the temperatures, at least. Yeah, it was it was so cold. I, I did a I did a, had a thing to do on Saturday night, and everybody there, all they could do was talk about how freezing they were the entire time they were there, and how they couldn't yeah. really sit still, and how they'd go stand, you know, they'd go sit in the in the patron observation deck area, and they would, couldn't sit for very long uh-huh. because they were they were so cold that they didn't know what to do. Totally with you. Yeah. And I, I love the idea of like first day of school laying out your outfit. Everybody does it, even if they say they don't. They all know what they're going to wear at the Masters, right. and they're all preparing for that day. It's a big day for golf people. If they're going to the Masters, it's a big day. You want to look cool. You want to wear your freshest golf shirt. And when you have to wear four layers of oh, yeah. rain pants over it, out. I'm, like, texting my coworkers, Dylan and Sean. I'm, like, every day. I'm, like, guys, what's the scripting? I need head to toe. <laughs> let me know. And on Saturdays, you're, like, Claire, like, doesn't matter what we're wearing today. We have jackets on. And I was, like, I guess not. <laughs> Dylan was front and center on 11T, I saw him. By the way, I saw him, I saw him on the tee just kind of standing there bundled up yesterday. And it looked like he had the hood. Maybe either had the hood over the head. It was, uh, it was definitely yeah. non-warm. Um, so I want to do uh, just one more thing on Scotty Scheffler. And this is something that yes. I know a lot of people have talked about this. I know Andy at the Friday has talked a lot about this. I've talked a lot about this on Golf Today. And I, I just want to kind of hammer home this point about the modern day player because it, mm-hmm. we are we are not really seeing the lengthy run of great play, right? It, it seems more like right. you catch fire for three months, six months. You know, in Kepka's case, it was a couple of years in the majors, and then it starts to mm-hmm. fade, and, and maybe you maybe you start to lose confidence in it. Maybe it just becomes harder. Maybe some other people play better. Um, this for him to do this and to win, as we've said the biggest event for these guys to win themselves. Personally, the biggest golf tournament for them to win. For him to kind of cap off this run after playing so great, I just feel like this is going to be such a big thing for Scotty Scheffler, the person, because he might he might not play as good in six months or eight months. And I would say if I was right. going to bet on it, I would bet on that. I would bet on him not to be this guy in six months from now because it's so hard to keep this level of play up considering the depth of the PGA Tour. And to win this, not to just to get close, but to win this, I feel like for him personally mm-hmm. in his career is going to be such a great moment to have because we can say, oh, he'll win another major. He'll win three more majors. He wins five more majors. Who knows? It just isn't that easy. And we've said that about so many of these young right. guys before, and then all of a sudden it's been three years and they haven't won one. Right. So I'm into the Scotty Scheffler thing. I just, I'm into the way he kind of capped this off. I, I am too. And I, what you said I think he could keep this number one for a while world number one because kind of like we said earlier like he has learned to become a winner he played he's not like this random kid who no one really heard of like we I knew who Scotty Scheffler was when he was when he was playing junior events right like I and you know he played for Texas he's from a winning team he's not kind of like this guy I don't think he's a phase is trying I think what I'm trying to say like he has built up to this moment. I watch, watch him play horribly for the next six months. No, but I think he, I think he's here to stay. I really do. And I think, you know, he doesn't play like this flashy game. Like he's just kind of really, I mean, if, if you look at each shot, it is, but he's not like, you know, Dustin is like high and low. He'll hit awesome shots. He'll hit, he's pretty, this guy's pretty steady. 
And I think if he can keep that up, like, he's going to stay as number one for a while. Um, and, yeah, I keep thinking, like, he's only 25. He has the college experience. He has the junior experience. He has the corn fairy tour experience. He has kind of competed at every level and done well at every level. The win at the Waste Management, I mean, you go back to that and the putt he made and how he did it and just kind of able to cap that off when it looked like he might not win and then he might win and then he might not win again. You know, you, you just pick up that victory and all of a sudden, and I think he said this after his interview there in Phoenix is, you know, I realized I didn't have to be perfect. And when you look at the way yeah. he played on Sunday, it was not perfect golf. He wasn't hitting perfect golf shots, but he was getting away with it. The short game, I mean, the short game this week was just mm -hmm. flawless. <laughs> His ability to pitch Clinic, the ball close yeah. when he needed to was so wild. But it looked like a guy that was very comfortable when he hit bad golf shots. I mean, you go back to mm – -hmm. and, and, I, and I urge you if you haven't seen this one, but, like, go back to his second shot on – or his third shot on 11 on Thursday. You know, like, he's dead back okay. there, and he gets that thing up. Or, yeah. you know, so, some of the pitch shots he hit, I mean, going back, as we've said already, going back to, to, to 18 on Saturday, there was so much of those moments that could easily get away from you, and his short game never allowed it to. And when you can lean on that part of your game when you hit the golf ball as good as he hits it – to your point, I mean, this is a guy that might hang around for a while. I just, I love if he doesn't, if he doesn't win anything else the rest of the year, doesn't win anything for three years, to kind of cap off, cap it off with a major, and of course that major being the Masters of this epic run that yeah. we've seen. Really, the, I mean, when's the last time we saw somebody play like this? Is it is it Spieth in fifteen? Is it is it Justin in seventeen? So. I mean, those are kind of the two that come to mind for me. Yeah, I would say Spieth came to mind. Maybe it's because they are these Texas boys and I'm kind of putting right. them together already. But, um, yeah, that's kind of what I compared it to today. Just cool. Just just really cool. It was a fun week. I mean, it. I was talking to Verplank about it after it ended before we jumped on the podcast. And it didn't – it wasn't a bummer even though it was a blowout. Does that make sense? Yes, agreed. Because we had all these other sub-stories kind of coming – to the surface on Sunday. I think that's why. Uh, and um, I, I don't know what's going on with Bryson, but my goodness, I hope he figures it out soon. I've kind of, this is a weird thing for oh, me I to know. say, and I, I guess we could kind of end it here, but I kind of miss Bryson in, in playing good golf. Like I, I like, I like when Bryson's playing. Okay. You know, I just think it's more fun than when he shoots 80. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of Bubba in that way. It's someone you kind of almost take for granted. And then all of a sudden, when they're not on the scene, I'm like, wait, wait, no, what happened? I want them back. Um, I, I do love that he was out following Tiger today. So it's, cool. It's one of those, like, golf nerd things that I'm like, that's somebody who loves the game, you know? And I, I yeah, I think that was super cool. Yeah, I mean, who, 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 what other golfer would make other golfers come out and watch them? Nobody else would do that. There's no way. Like, they're not going oh, to. No. And, and uh, no. to, that, to that point about Tiger – and I, and I said this when we were kind of following him around for the day, but watching Tiger and Rom play together and then just watching them walk together, they were walking side by side for most of the day. Mm -hmm. They weren't walking with their caddies side by side. It was literally John Rom and Tiger Woods, and they were walking side by side talking, and especially on the second nine. There was a ton of conversation between those two. And mm -hmm. going back to your telling your friends about golf and telling your friends about the beauty of golf, that was one of those moments that – John Rahm is disappointed in the way he played the 2022 Masters, but I'd say of all the Masters he's played in 10, 20, 30 years, he'll remember playing 2022 final round with Tiger. He'll remember walking with Tiger there. Oh, yeah. And, and it's bigger than Don't a win. Don't tell his grandkids you know? about that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, that was a totally a feel-good thing. And it kind of, you know, was a, something you could kind of chuckle at because earlier in the week, you know, he's saying, Justin Thomas gets all this, you know, attention. And finally he got that moment with him, which I think, you know, even when Max said he won at the Genesis, like every player, I think, on tour, once you have one of those, you know, a special moment with Tiger, it, it, your relationship with him, I don't know, your respect for him becomes that much more brought to the next level. So I think I'm glad he got that experience today. And fun for John Rahm to to play a solid round too. I mean, you think about, you know, I mean, John Rahm's number two in the world now. I think he's number three or whatever. But, you know, to go out there and put right. together that round. Um, the show was more a Cal Rory. The story was Scheffler and Tiger. Uh, and that's the 2022 Masters. I mean, I'm it's it's wrapped. It's done. We've got another young player that's going to be at Augusta for a long time. I'm assuming there's going to be some serious barbecue next year, and uh, and there should be because that's uh, that's what Scotty Scheffler should serve. Uh, Claire, what have you worked on? What are you working on? Where can people find you, and where can people read you? Um, all on golf.com. I write a weekly column, the Rogers Report, which kind of uh, I capture just kind of the biggest viral social moments of the week. So that's kind of what I'll be working on tomorrow and just, yeah, recap content from the week. So I'm excited about that. What did, what have you circled? What have you worked circled for the Roger report for, for tomorrow? What is kind of the moments around, yeah. um, around the masters? I, it, I, like I, I'm assuming, I mean, like, will, will Tiger shirt make this? Like what are, what are we thinking? We're going to yeah. throw in that. Yes. I try and keep it very casual. I love it's that. kind of like something. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Like the way my Twitter account is kind of just like, <laughs> casual relaxed and yeah so i the shirt will definitely make it i kind of did one on wednesday recapping um the part three so that i will probably link to that but not go too far into that but yeah kind of what we discussed a lot of tiger i definitely want to go into the Horschel hat and pairing i feel like there's just so much that could be like a case study on something <laughs> i don't know what so i'll be definitely talking about that and then just the feel-good moments that i'll remember so rory and colin and Definitely it's more of Tiger. So. I need you to also dive into the Rory celebration after the bunker shot went in because I'm oh, not sure if so I – It was the, the hand thing, the arms, <laughs> like the – it was just – you know, it was Rory – I don't know if Rory's had a lot of wins in golf in a long time. I know I he's was won. Say, it was a celebration of someone who hasn't celebrated in a while. Yes, yes. That's a great way to put it. This is a guy that – all he does is show up to tournaments and get asked questions about what's not working. And he hits <laughs> yeah. this insane bunker shot. Like, nobody makes that bunker yeah. shot. I was sitting there on the couch like, well, that's going to be a five. Like, he's going to make five. It's not a big deal. He'll shoot six oh, to yeah. seven. And then, he, and then he makes it. And going back to, to the Rory positivity, and I hope Rory takes a lot of these positives away, the, the, the par save at 11, you know, he makes that right in the middle. That's a mm -hmm. putt that he hasn't really made. The pitch in at 10 – you know, that's such a great shot after he just missed a seven-footer for birdie at nine. He makes the eagle on 13, you know, pulls off not just the second shot but makes the putt. The part, you know, two putt on 12, and he plays it really smart. He's not trying to take too much advantage there. And then, of course, even the par save on 17. Like, he had a great bunker shot there to a couple feet to save par. Right. And then 18. Like, I hope that when Rory is thinking about this, I hope that it is just such a celebration. And I hope that when Rory thinks about it, he does that arm thing. Like, I hope he flings his arms out in the air. Oh, yeah. Because he should. This is a, also, this is it a might win. Be someone, you tell me, it might be the celebration of someone who spends also a lot of time around a toddler. <laughs> just kind of arms thrown up. Like, it's just sheer excitement, right? That's, like, that's exactly right. About how, 
so that's kind of what I was thinking. It, it did. It did look a lot like my son. So I, I'm right there with you. Henry, Henry <laughs> FaceTimed me earlier and was telling me about a turkey. And let me tell you, his talk and explanation looked a lot like Rory's celebration out of the bunker. So I think you might be onto something, Claire. Exactly. There you have it. You, you nailed it. Uh, that's Claire Rogers, guys. Make sure you follow her on social at K Claire Rogers without a D. Check her out on golf.com. She's going to be coming on the podcast in a, in a fairly regular basis moving forward. Uh, if you have any feedback, any thoughts, uh, anything, send us notes on social media. If you hate us, you can send those notes too. That's also fine. And I hope you guys enjoyed the <laughs> Masters. And uh, yeah, we'll be back probably after the PGA to do something similar. But I uh, hope everybody had fun watching the Masters and hope everybody has a great week. Get a Grip with Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.